This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to Seek Reality Radio with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about what the afterlife evidence and modern science combine to tell us is true about your reality. You have nothing to fear. You are eternal and you are perfectly loved. Knowing the truth changes everything. Now, here is Roberta. There is only one reality, and the central truth of that one reality is that you are a powerful, eternal being. You never began, and you never will end. And that fact is a particular comfort to our wonderful guest today. I'm joined by Carol Morgan, whose extraordinary son, Mikey, left this level of reality at the age of 20. There's no worse pain in the loss of a child. But then Mikey began to communicate with his mother, and he told her that he, and I think this is true, he is a sixth-level being, which is the highest level from which the dead still communicate with us. And he told her that the two of them had kind of planned this early, his early death so he could communicate with us through her, which is very bad news, which is actually very good news. It's kind of a mixed message there. Carol was our guest in July, and when she told us this, that was, that was when she told us the story of Mikey's death and how she began to work with him after his death. Today she joins us to talk about what Mikey's telling us about God, reality, death, and the afterlife. Before we talk with Carol, I just want to add, I have been researching the afterlife for my whole life, obsessively. And in the two years I've known Carol, I've learned she knows nothing, nothing about the afterlife. But Mikey turns out to know everything. I've never seen him make a mistake in two years, which is extraordinary. Unfortunately, we can't do a live Q&A with Mikey because he communicates with his mother, and this I also found hard to believe at first, letter by letter by pendulum. But we now have hundreds of pages of Mikey's communications. So let's hear what Mikey has to say to us. Welcome, Carol. Thank you, Roberta. It's nice to be back on your show. Well, we're very glad we're here. you're here. And, and I'm very glad to be able to talk finally about what Mikey tells us. It was extraordinary, I have to say, having met you and then starting to see you post on Afterlife Forums in answer to people's questions. And when Carol posts there, she is kind of tentative because she really doesn't understand a lot of what Mikey is saying. But Mikey is always spot on. Um, Not only is he spot on, but he'll say things I absolutely know, and then he'll add something. So I've learned a lot from Mikey, actually, um, in the two years I've known him. And, uh, and that's refreshing and exciting. And it's fun because Mikey is still that 20-year-old, but he's also this Mikey from the teaching level, he calls himself, this powerful eternal being. It, it's, it's really a lot of fun to even know him. It's been, you know, for me, it's been so interesting and well, kind of scary at the same time. When I started on the forum with you, Roberta, I was very fearful to post, hesitant, and you encouraged me to keep trying and to keep coming back and posting. I was fearful 
because I didn't know what I was posting. I had never heard this type of information before. I was raised fairly strict Catholic, and so this information was profound, what he was saying. He was focusing so much on the importance of love with all his communications, and that really heaven or the afterlife or whatever term you want to call the dimensions beyond earth is basically all about love. And he was very strong in this, and what was kind of interesting is prior to his passing, when he was a DJ uh, playing music for the college age group, he was playing music that actually talked about the importance of love and peace and love to everybody and to be the love generation. That was his favorite song by Bob Sinclair. So it was. it's interesting how he was kind of setting a foundation here before he actually passed in the accident that occurred in September of 2007. Well, we're we're going to get into, Carol promised me she'd kind of read some of the things Mikey, has, she had posted that Mikey had said. But I'd like to start by saying, uh, uh, reading something I just read um, on the forums today. Uh, this was something they posted last night, and it's so typical of the kinds of self-confident, certain, and absolutely true things Mikey says. She was answering someone's question um, about uh, heaven. People find it very difficult I think, to comprehend that death really is the ultimate illusion. Life truly is absolutely eternal. We're the same people after death as we were before. And it's hard to understand what God is because God is actually the only thing that exists. And uh, and that's hard to grasp when we're so used to thinking of God as this judgmental guy with the beard. So Mikey said, uh, or Carol posted, Mikey wants you to know that the earth and all that there is here is, quote, created by God equals mind equals the collective or unity of absolute pure love, which is infinite, which actually is combined thought, the same as the afterlife. Now, that's profound. She writes, the afterlife is, quote, there, just as earth is, quote, here, just a different vibrational dimension. The afterlife exists now, and it's not created as we go. What we experience in the afterlife is created, but the, quote, actual afterlife dimension, unquote, always exists. The process of things here is just easier with love as the basis. <laughs> he always has to get his little love commercial in there and everything he says. Yeah, yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> she, she puts a parenthesis. Mikey is trying to explain this as simply as he can. And this is, this is a problem for those of us communicating uh, or those who are communicating from the afterlife because... Things are so, this, it's like talking to a toddler and trying to make him understand astrophysics. It's very difficult for us to get it. She signs it, Carol and Mikey in spirit. And then she writes, by the way, Mikey says his snow is cold. That's something we had been speculating about because people want to know as much as they can about what it's like in the afterlife, which is just as solid, of course, as, as this illusory reality in which we live now. And Mikey was a snowboarder as a kid. He died as a 20-year-old. He is a snowboarder to this day, and he, he still enjoys it. And apparently the, the, the snow he snowboards on actually is cold, which is something we had wondered about talking on the forums. But it's fun to read this, Carol. It is so much fun because everything he says is true, but it's coming from a 20-year-old who is also a very, very advanced being. It's, it's really fun. When he initially told me that he was from that, you know, he described heaven, first of all, as just hundreds of aspects 
of vibrational dimensions of love. He says, you know, when we talk about all oh, the seven main planes of the afterlife or whatever, he he says, don't think of it as linear or parallel. It's it's aspects. It's just vibrational dimensions. And the more loving and advanced a soul is, your higher the higher your vibrational dimension that you are in. And so that concept of trying to progress ourselves to a higher, more loving vibrational dimension is actually the reason why we choose to come to Earth to learn uh, lessons that help us learn ways to love and forgive and not judge in many difficult situations here because that opportunity gives us such growth in us spiritually and with that then with our advancement it's just that aspect of the afterlife is just so much more um, beautiful and your ability is just so much more and that desire for our spiritual improvement is what makes us choose or, you know, kind of gives us that motivation to choose to come here. I think it's hard for them. They tell us it's hard to decide to leave because uh, it is so wonderful and life is so easy there. But as you say, we we, we develop this um, need to grow, this desire to grow. I mean, obviously, Mikey must have had many lifetimes to get to be at the level where he is now. Um, he's had a lot of spiritual growth in previous lifetimes. And I think one of the things people might wonder is, why would, would a mother and a son make this kind of really awful-seeming compact? And, and I think the answer is, and Mikey, I'm sure, would give us an answer, but the, the answer, I think, is that he needs, in order for him to speak with us, a sixth-level being is a very, very advanced being, and many of them are not in contact with the Earth at all. In fact, I'd say most of them probably are not. And for him, in order, in order for him to speak our language, he's got to be one of us. Um, he told Carol, and stop me, Carol, if I'm saying something untrue, but he told Carol that they had been uh, had had many lives together, and this this was some the kind of thing they were used to, kind of working on this kind of of work of of life plan, um, and that. He needed a brief life so he could kind of remind himself of what it's like to be here in order to speak our language. Is that, am I remembering that correctly? That's what he told you? Well, he told me that it was he felt or that we felt. I mean, this was just, you know, apparently this was pre-planned before we came. When they talk about, you know, when we're in the afterlife, that we actually plan things that we want to work on while we're here on Earth. And this was one of the things we wanted to do together. He felt, and apparently I felt, so I always feel like I threw the <laughs> short straw right. on this deal. But right. anyway, um, right. he felt that if he was here and I was here, and it was a mother-child relationship, that it would be more believable for people. That, you know, the fact that I truly wasn't exposed to or into any of this at all before. I was a regular mom doing regular things, and then I go through this tragedy and these profound things are happening to me that I cannot explain. Then I'm told, you know, that I have this ability. Sally Baldwin, the spiritual medium who told me this, said that, you know, Mikey is of a high energy 
He has incredible ability to communicate. So she had, you know, confirmed that as well. And then she said to me also, she said, Carol, because he's your son and you're his mom, it doesn't come across as the spooky, woo-woo, you know, gypsy type of thing. She says, you look normal. You were doing what is considered a normal mom things prior to this accident. And she said, because of that, she says, I feel, too, that people will accept this more openly than of, than someone else maybe who comes across as being more, you know, um, more into the spook thing or, you know what I'm trying to say, um, and not that that's bad that people are into different ways of things, but you know what I'm trying to say is it's just I, yes. I didn't have this ability or certainly this interest of this type of thing at all prior to this happening, and and Mikey felt that this connection, being a mother and son, would be more acceptable and that's how he wanted to try to work on this teaching through the veil, and it actually helps him spiritually as well on his um, aspect of where he is to do this. Because this is he's trying. We're trying to help people here. Ultimately, is the goal to teach about the importance of love. I, I think it wouldn't be believable to me. Um, and I'm, I, even though I realize most people listening don't believe this is true, I'm very skeptical uh, because I know that there are truths, so I don't want to be fooled. And um, I am very skeptical about and I was skeptical, frankly, of you, Carol, initially, until I learned better. But um, people, if, if you had spent your time doing this research and you knew stuff, I would find it a lot harder to believe that this was all coming from someone else. But I know you, and I've talked with you, and I know your history, and you are absolutely right. You're a, you're a mom. And um, I, I understand that this could not possibly come from you because most people who have done this research aren't even at Mikey's level. Um, I talk with a lot of them in the course of my, my travels, and I, very few people know the things Mikey knows. So it's clear it's not coming from you. And I think he's right. I think that was necessary in order for this to be at all believable. But, uh, but I'm sold. I believe it. Carol and I eventually will, will be writing a book together. We're still talking about that, and Mikey is still communicating. But um, the kinds of things he says are important, and it's important to have his voice, I think, telling us those things. So, so tell us in a little more detail what the afterlife is like from his perspective. Um, he, he obviously is enjoying it to the full. He's traveling all over and he's, he's snowboarding. He's doing fun things. What does he tell you that's interesting about the afterlife? The first thing that I thought was, well, very interesting is how quickly he can move. Now, you know, in fact, I was discussing this with one of the members on the forum is, you know, you can walk around leisurely and whatever in the afterlife, or you or you literally can move in an instant, you know, with just a thought. In fact, that's what happens when I communicate with him, is I call his name, and literally the pendulum starts moving immediately. He draws close to this earthly dimension, this vibrational dimension, by how he changes his vibration, 
which seems kind of, you know, that's an interesting concept to think about, but if you think about that actually we're, you could say, spiritual energy moving around our earthly shells, and when we die, actually the only thing that dies is that shell, and our spiritual energy, our soul, our essence, our consciousness, whatever term you want to use, you know, leaves the body and alters its vibration to be guided into the afterlife. And so it's, it's, it, it's an interesting concept for me. I think we're so stuck in a physical, solid world, we think, um, that we can't comprehend this. Mikey talks about that whatever vibrational dimension you're in in the afterlife, what you are experiencing in that dimension is just as solid and real as here. In fact, he says it's even more real and solid than here. Isn't that interesting? That's what they all say. They all tell us, you know, you guys think where you are is real, but that's really the illusion. And Mikey says it too, does he? I think that's amazing. You know, that it's all about the, the vibrational dimension you happen to be in. So he says, you know, Mom, it's, where I'm at, it's solid. It's yeah. real here. It's beautiful here. He talks about the colors, the magnificent, magnificent colors, the music, the, the, the joy, the love. He talks about how glorious it is when we do pass and the loving reunions we have with our loved ones that are in the afterlife already. Uh, he, it's just, you know, it sounds just, so beautiful, you know, now there's dimensions that are not as uh, similar or more, um, you know, a lower vibrational dimension, depending on what your situation is, where you're at. There's always loving guidance. He says that there is no eternal damnation, that we are eternal and that we always have loving guidance available we can always improve ourselves, and really our goal is to become, you know, pure in love is really the goal of the afterlife, of our mission, of our spiritual growth, and why we come to Earth. And so he's, you know, he talks also about how, you know, you can experience earthly things there, but certain things... Let, let's talk. Necessary. Let's talk about that in a few minutes, um, because I, I want to talk a little bit more about what it's like in the afterlife. But I didn't want to stop you. Frankly, we've gone a little over time because um, I, you were on a roll there. I, I think what he the way he says it, the way he talks, is just fascinating to me. But you're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network, and our guests today are Carol Morgan and her wonderful son Mikey. And when we come back, we're going to learn a lot more about what the afterlife is like from someone. Who's there? We'll be right back. When she was eight, Roberta Grimes had an amazing experience of light. She spent the next 50 years researching the afterlife to try and understand what had happened to her. And the result is her book, The Fun of Dying. Find out what really happens next. Roberta's book is Cliff Notes to 200 Years of Abundant and Consistent Afterlife Evidence. 
It will show you why extinction is impossible for you, explain how you can enjoy the death process, and describe for you in wonderful detail the glorious heaven that awaits us all. Available on Amazon in Kindle and in print, The Fun of Dying will start you on a thrilling and life-affirming voyage as you learn the glorious truth about who you really are. If you'd like to talk about some of the things that are discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the welcoming community at afterlifeforums.com. Roberta and Andrew manage Afterlife Forums in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. If you are very ill, if you have lost a loved one, or if you just wonder about these topics, come and join the fun at afterlifeforums.com. Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. And we're talking with Carol Morgan, who is in contact with her sixth-level being son, Mikey. Mikey died at the age of 20, specifically so he could communicate with us through his mother. And Carol, like a good mother, is doing what her son wants, even though I have to say most kids don't put their mothers through this. But this was apparently something that Carol... And, uh, and Mikey planned together, and she's carrying out her side of the bargain. And I'm so grateful you are, Carol. Welcome back. Thank you. Let, let's talk more about, um, I, I want to talk about the fact that there's no devil, and I want to talk about the bad news, because I, I, I hadn't heard Mikey talk about that much, and I think that's important. But let's talk a little bit more about the, the beautiful levels where most of us end up. And And you just said in passing things which... Mikey has told you, which I know to be true because I've been reading afterlife evidence um, that we've been getting for 200 years, communications. And so little by little by little, from all those hundreds of communications I've read, I've picked up stuff. And here Mikey is telling us things that took me a lifetime, literally, to learn. Um, For example, that it's beautiful there. That there are colors there which are not limited by the visible light spectrum, so it's much more beautiful there than it is on Earth. What does he tell us? What he says about the colors and the music, because those are things which a lot of the the dead talk about. He talks about the the brilliancy of the colors. He talks about the music. Uh, he he says celestial, just profound music that fills you with joy and love. It's it's from the soul. He talks about that uh, there are buildings in different dimensions of the afterlife, that the buildings are beautiful, the landscape can be beautiful there, that we can still experience driving around in a vehicle if we want. We can experience different things, but it's not like here where you're getting gasoline to fill up your tank before <laughs> you go, and then there's exhaust and smoke and it's just a whole different concept of how they move about there. And it doesn't have to be, again, by walking or running or, or moving in a type of a vehicle. It, it can be by thought. You know, the, the communication is more telepathic there. He talks about his vision being 360 degrees where he can literally see all around him. 
he talks about that he always still wears his baseball cap. That Does he it's really? Not that, yes, and that they don't get they don't put clothes on like we put clothes on. It's like the thought of what how they want to appear is how it is. It's and so he still loves the baseball cap, and it's on his head. And he, you know, so, and he tells me, Mom, I look exactly like I did when you saw me the last time when I was 20 years old. And he'll describe some of his, some of, like my grand, my father, who is his grandpa, he'll describe how he looks younger and just so healthy and vibrant. But he recognizes him and actually we recognize our loved ones by our loving vibration, by the feeling we have. He says that hugs in heaven are just profound, that the loving energy exchange in these reunions when people return back home to the afterlife is just phenomenal. The feeling of joy is beyond anything we can imagine here on earth. And the celebrations that they have. And, you know, sometimes people will say here, well, gee, I want to go there and I still want to have a cheeseburger. Well, you know, you can have a cheeseburger, Mike, but you'll understand that you don't need food to sustain your body because our body appears and feels solid there, but we don't have the organs, the bones, the muscles that we have here. It's just a different type of a of uh, essence. It's a different type of a vibrational way that we are and we recognize each other and know each other through our through our essence, our vibrational way and our love and how we appear, but we generally like to appear younger depending on the age that we pass and so on. So it's uh it's interesting and, and Mikey says the more advanced a soul is, the more glorious that vibrational dimension is. And he says it's all about love. And so he says all these different planes have many, many different vibrational dimensions or aspects in each one. And as we progress ourselves, we advance our vibrational dimension, our loving ways improve us, and we uh, gain more ability and more um, knowledge, more, I don't know if it's, I'm, I'm trying to think of the way, you know, he, he tries so hard to explain things to me as simple as he can because <laughs> he says it's yes. really hard for our human minds to understand this. Oh, wow. It's I love listening to you because as you're talking, I'm ticking off in my mind everything he says as being something I had independently determined, and it took me so long, and it was so hard. It, one of the last things I figured out was that it was really solid there, and the reason was most people communicate, most of the best communication is pre-1950, and people communicating with, with, the, with the dead through deep trance mediums in 1922 never thought to say, is it solid there? Uh, and, and to me, that was kind of important, but they didn't talk about it that way. So um, I, it's, I wish I had known Mikey back then because it would have been a whole lot easier. It's very, very important that people understand that this is all good news. For nearly all of us, 
this moment of graduation back to reality, back to the real lives that we actually are eternally living, is joyous. And I love the way you have Mikey describing it. It's, this is, it's really going home. It's a reunion. They do have parties there. If you want a cheeseburger, you can have a cheeseburger. But we don't have internal organs. Um, the, the, the kind of material our bodies are made out of, I tend to think of as more like colored, colored living alabaster. Um, there, there's a, uh, an account from a young woman who said, uh, uh, they said, well, is your body really solid? Well, yeah, it's solid. It's fine. It feels perfectly normal. And, and she said, you know, I'm looking at it in the light, and I could little, 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 little bit see through my arm, but it doesn't bother me. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a finer material than what we, our bodies are made out of, a muddy material here. You can't, there's no way you could possibly uh, see through a body made out of blood and bone and organs. But um, there, our bodies are mind-created, and the mind creates something that's perfect, that's of a perfect essence. Just profound, Carol. I think this is wonderful. What else does he say? So he says we can you know, go anywhere at any time, right? I mean, we just, we, except you can't go higher. Does he talk about that? If you're, you can only go as high as your spiritual vibration suits you? That is correct. He talks about that that's why we so desire to improve our spiritual growth. We can improve our spiritual growth in the afterlife dimensions or here, for example, on Earth. He actually talks about a few other planets as well in other dimensions as far as, you know, for spiritual growth. But Earth is truly a very difficult school here, and the desire to come here is based on the fact that we lower vibrational dimensions cannot go higher, but higher can go lower. And so we come here... To, because of that drive to want to progress ourselves to these higher vibrational um, dimensions or aspects of the afterlife, that's what is our driving force to come here to challenge ourselves and progress ourselves spiritually. And life lessons here, things that occur here on earth are tough. And I think we all can agree with that. Yes. It's not easy here. And we come here because this Dimension. This physical dimension has the life experiences that they have that really do challenge challenge us. And we as humans, I mean, we have made it hard here. I think in with the the desire of materialistic things and the influence of ego makes things just so much harder here than in the afterlife dimensions and. You know, that's why we come. And so Mikey says if you have loved ones that are of a little less vibrational dimension that you are, you certainly can go and see them. But if they're higher than you, you need them to come to you is kind of how it works. So you, you, not, you cannot go higher, but higher can go lower as far as, but it's not really, you know, up and down, it's, it's just how you change your vibration. And so Mikey continues to tell me, don't think of the afterlife as layers or levels. And the other thing he tells me is literally the afterlife dimensions are all around us. That it is, you know, I think about when I was a kid, 
being told that, well, heaven is beyond the clouds. Well, my right. goodness, actually, no, it's no. right here, right where you are. It is in the, it's all around us. Heaven or the afterlife, yes. whatever you want to call it, is all around us. All the, that's, oh, that's, he, again, he says, he is saying exactly what I've, patiently over decades figured out um, all of the levels, the vibratory levels of, the, of reality, including the afterlife levels, which is frankly most of reality, are right here. And we, right now our minds, your mind is like a TV set tuned to this level and to that particular body. And when you die, this bo- you'll shed this body, your mind will tune just like a TV set to a, a, a higher channel the channel to which you're suited in the afterlife, and you will there pick up a whole new solid reality and a whole new body. That seems to be exactly how it works, said Mikey. You just had Mikey say the same thing in different words. Same thing. It is all right here with us. So your loved ones, just like Carol Carol has Mikey with her right now all the time, your loved ones are right where you are. They are as close as a thought, and you can actually draw them close usually with a thought. And if you send That's them love, if yeah, we, we, you agree, right? If, oh, I do. And, you know, I can remember saying after Mikey's accident, I felt I just couldn't live without him. I didn't know how I was going to survive without my son. And what I feel like now is I'm there's just a veil, a thin veil between us. I think about like when I go to a play and there's a curtain and there's, the actors or the people are behind the curtain and you know they're there, but you can't see them because the curtain hasn't been lifted. And that's how I think of my relationship now with my son is he's behind that curtain. I know he's there. I actually hear him. He sends awesome signs and dreams. I just know without a doubt he's close to me, but that curtain right now is drawn until it's my time to pass back into the afterlife dimension. And so that keeps me going. I know it's real. That's part of my mission is to help the bereaved know truly that death is not the end, that we are eternal. And so that's part of my mission of why I went basically public with this, which was scary for me to do, (laughs) uh, because I want to help people. I want them to know that you will see your loved ones again, and they are close, and they actually are still with us. They're, you know, they join us at different events and things, and, and so don't feel like they're actually gone, because they're not gone. They're very much alive. One of the things that we're kind of getting messages about from a lot of different sources uh, is that um, we were, this was, it was handy for us to believe that there wasn't an afterlife or not be sure. It was handy for this to be tough duty, uh, but, which is why things like your story and Mikey's really didn't come up 100, 150 years ago. But now what appears to be happening is that the afterlife levels, the advanced beings there, want us to know this stuff. They want us 
basically to turn toward what our purpose is here, uh, even though it's going to make it a li- maybe we're cheating a little bit on our tests now, because frankly, I know what's going on, so I'm not as afraid, I'm not as nervous as I used to be, and therefore maybe I'm not learning quite as much, but they seem to want us to know these things now, and I think it's it's interesting to see this, Mikey and you, as an example of the ways in which the eternal realities are trying to get that message to us. Does Mikey talk about that? He talks about, well, and I've talked about about this with him too. For me too, as well, like you say, Roberta, there just seems to be more gradual awareness. He talks about that there's this spiritual shift, this increasing of awareness that's occurring on the earth. And I think it's true because... You know, years ago, people didn't talk quite so openly about communications, I think, like they do now. It was interesting. In fact, my husband last night was out with a group of guys, and they got on this subject of signs and dreams, and that, you know, communication actually is possible. Well, one of the guys said, you know, I believe this, but I never wanted to say anything. He said, my brother yes. passed when I was younger, and these profound things happened to me that I couldn't explain. And he says, I felt it could be my brother. He says, but now I know it had to have been my brother. And so I think the more people hear about these communication attempts from their loved ones, from other sources, and from all over the yes. world, it gets to the point where this just isn't coincidence anymore. It can't yeah. be because no, that, there's too right. much of it occurring. No, it's exciting, isn't it? Well, we're, we're, you're listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. And today our wonderful guests are Carol Morgan and her extraordinary son, Mikey, whom I adore. Even though I didn't know him when he was here, I feel as if he's one of my best friends. We'll be right back. like to talk about some of the things that are discussed on Seek Reality Radio, come and join the welcoming community at afterlifeforums.com. Roberta and Andrew manage afterlife forums in an atmosphere of love and acceptance. If you are very ill, if you have lost a loved one, or if you just wonder about these topics, come and join the fun at afterlifeforums.com. When she was eight, Roberta Grimes had an amazing experience of light. She spent the next 50 years researching the afterlife to try and understand what had happened to her. And the result is her book, The Fun of Dying. Find out what really happens next. Roberta's book is cliff notes to 200 years of abundant and consistent afterlife evidence. It will show you why extinction is impossible for you, explain how you can enjoy the death process, and describe for you in wonderful detail the glorious heaven that awaits us all. Available on Amazon, in Kindle, and in print, The Fun of Dying will start you on a thrilling and life-affirming voyage as you learn the glorious truth about who you really are.
Welcome back to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes on the Contact Talk Radio Network. We're talking with Carol Morgan and her terrific son, Mikey, uh, who makes me smile all the time. Every time I read something you post, of, that I could hear his voice in what you say on the forums, and it just makes me smile. To, there he is, um, so much energy, so much youth, so much loving energy and laughter coming from this young, young man. You know, the forums, the afterlife forums that we are on together with you, Roberta, has been really wonderful for what Mikey is trying to do. He feels it's a very good way for him to give his information, to try to teach and help the bereaved and other people who are interested in afterlife information. And the questions and answers that occur there in the discussion has been really helpful, I think, for many. And actually, I have learned a ton myself. What was interesting, too, is that people talk about, well, that they're researching other information as well. And I think that's very important that people do that. And I also said, for myself, I will continue to research nothing. And this is why I feel that is important, is I want to have no influence on my thoughts or whatever when I communicate with Mikey. I want no bias in what information I'm getting. So I'm going to continue to be my clueless self on this stuff and just relay the messages as he exactly tells me because I think that's important for down the road when people are, you know, taking this information and trying to learn from it, that it's this is strictly what I received from him. I have not researched anything, and I haven't studied anything, and really the only thing I know is what he has told me. And I think that will help in the long run as far as, you know, where he's coming from with his information and how it compares and, and his consistencies with others. As well I, should, in this area. I should mention, Carol, that you and Mikey will be at the Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies Incorporated Annual Conference, which just has been set. It's going to be in July uh, 11th through 13th um, of next year and with a pre little pre-conference on the 10th that I hope a lot of people will come to. That's the Academy for Spiritual and Consciousness Studies Incorporated Conference, which will be held in Scottsdale next year, uh, July 10th to 13th, 2014. Um, and this, this whole conference will be about new developments in communication. There are all kinds of ways now that the dead are communicating with us that some of them are, are as new as, as tomorrow. They're just now being developed. And this, Carol is the only one, I think, who will be there who talks to a sixth-level being with, with a pendulum. So uh, if you'd like to meet Carol, uh, try to make plans to join us there. I'll be there as well. Um, and Carol and I do plan to write a book. There are people who have been gathering what he says on the forums to make it easier for us. I'm finishing up two other books now, which, which are expected to come out in March. And uh, then I would like to, uh, to talk to Carol about how we're going to put together some of the things Mikey has said and help more people come to understand uh, what an extraordinary, extraordinary thing this is that Carol and Mikey are doing. But Carol, let's talk about the bad news. Um, there are people who end up in lower levels of the afterlife. What does, does Mikey talk much about that? Because I know he's all about the good news. Does he ever talk about the people who don't make it quite to the Summerland levels? Does he? 
talks about um, the the first two planes. Well, you know, they'll talk about the you know seven planes or larger. I guess, categories of the afterlife dimensions because there's hundreds of different vibrational aspects. And he talks about that these lower um, aspects or levels are uh, low love. He says it's um, not loving there. It's not beautiful there. It's uh, more dark and dismal. He talks about that when we pass, there's a life review and there's always loving guidance there. But, you know, he does say, you know, we are responsible for our actions. We actually review our life and how we have been here on Earth ourselves with these loving higher guides. And we try to work through what we have learned. And we are then... Um, whatever vibrational dimension, however we are, um, is where we ultimately reside in, in the afterlife. And some, you know, areas are not so good if people are, you know, struggling with being loving and kind and are hurtful and don't see that as being wrong, etc. They end up more in these lower vibrational areas. He says, because we are eternal, we can always improve ourselves. There's always loving guidance there, but we have to want to get better. We have to want to improve. And so um, that's really the case there. He, I asked him once that if someone has a really strong ego here and they pass and cross over or pass into the afterlife dimensions and that ego hangs with them and they don't despite their review, they don't see that their behaviors were horribly hurtful to somebody else or whatever. And so they don't see that they need, you know, that that they don't need any work in that area. Does that give them a pass? And he says, no, it does not. That, again, these advanced spiritual beings will work with these people or souls and try to teach them that this is why this is hurtful and not loving and why we need to show compassion. And, and they're actually taught and worked with a lot. He talks about schools or um, places where learning needs to occur. And so not all aspects of the afterlife is, you know, beautiful with the magnificent colors and music. They're actually, you know, there is different areas, and it's, again, all really based on love. And the highest level, he talks about celestial, which is, you know, absolute, pure, infinite love. He talks about that unity, that the glory of, that God is beyond anything we can comprehend, and this, this pure love of God, this collective or, you know, all part of this collective or unity that reaching those high dimensions is just, is what we strive for. So um, that's kind of how it is in the afterlife dimensions. And we come here again to try to progress ourselves in that way, to improve our, our loving ways, our vibrational aspects of our essence, our consciousness of how we actually are as beings.
Wow, what a what an extraordinary summary, Carol. That was just beautiful. And all of it is exactly, exactly what I've spent my whole life learning. And uh, you're getting, it feels as if you're cheating somehow. You haven't had to do all this study because you have someone giving you all this information. But, but all of that is true. Uh, some people will ask me, are you saying there's no God? And I'm, uh, the answer is no, I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying the only thing that exists is God. There's nothing else. We are all part of God. When he talks about the unity of mind or the unity of consciousness, he's talking about God. Um, the fact that God doesn't have a beard and is not material shouldn't surprise many people in the 21st century. The fact that God is infinite love and that we're part of God, that I don't see why that would be surprising either. The Bible even says we're created in God's image. It's it's not hard to go from there to saying, well, we're actually part of God. Um, I, that's what he says, right? I mean, he's, every time people ask him this question, he basically says God is mind, is consciousness, is all that is, is infinite love. That's right. what he, he says. He, has, he told me from the very beginning, he says, God is not one man that sits in a big white chair with a beard and people come up to the pearly gates and, you know, you did this, so you go to the left, and you did this, yeah. so you go to the right. He said, it is not like that at all. He said, God is beyond anything the human mind can comprehend. God is pure, infinite love. He said, God is, we're all, it's a unity, it's a, it's a collective, it's a, it's a, you know, a, a force, it's a, I mean, I don't know, he just says, it's, it's, so beyond anything, we said God is of the is the greatest. We're it's we're we're all part of God. It's a it's a unity. It's God is just you know. I think because of how people portray God as a man, that they can't get that out of their head. Yes, you know that yes. God's a He, and like you said, God is is us. It's yes. a collective. We're all part of it, and the more loving and kind you are, actually, the more God-like you are. And yes. that's why, that's our goal, is to be, like, to be of this pure, infinite love that God is. Again, that's, that's beautiful, and that's exactly what I've come to understand. Um, it is so comforting to know that the only thing that exists is God or thoughts in the mind of God. There is no devil, and that's something he says too, right? That he God is not at war no, with it. No, he says there's, you know, there is, um, he says there is negative, non-loving, um, you know, energy, essence, um, individuals or souls or whatever, but he says that there's not one devil and there's not one God that, you know, God is this, this profound uh, unity that is beyond anything we can describe. He says there absolutely is negative, non-loving um, essence, or he says it's more behavior. He says it's more the action and behavior of the individual that is of negative, non-loving ways because the soul, the person, or however you want to describe it, I guess in earthly terms, always can improve themselves. Loving guidance is always there if they choose 
to follow it. And so it's more the behavior that's, that's negative and non-loving. The soul, the individual, absolutely can improve themselves and become and be loving and in the essence of being godlike. So it's, you know, Mikey always says, you know, you can't think of a person being evil. It's more the behavior of what they're doing is non-loving because the that, individual always yep, can improve themselves. That is that is perfect. And that's... Um I have to say, uh, I we, we, we've got to talk again, Carol. We've got to have you back on here again because uh, there are other things we never even got to talk about today. This is this has been. I'm Roberta Grimes, and we've been talking with Carol Morgan. And her, she's telling us what her son Mikey, a sixth level being, tells her, which is exactly what it's taken me a whole lifetime to learn. My book is The Fun of Dying. Find out what really happens next. It's available on Amazon.com and also on Bar- at Barnes & Noble uh, as an e-book. Um, please join us next week. Our guest will be the wonderful Bill Guggenheim. Now, Bill is to signs from the dead what Raymond Moody is to near-death experiences. In 1995, he co-authored Hello from Heaven, and that's a must-read for anybody interested in the many ways in which our dead loved ones are giving us signs that they're still with us. So please join us next time. And meanwhile, please join Carol and me and Mikey on afterlifeforums.com with an S. Now go out and enjoy and make the most of this coming week in our one reality, knowing that you are an infinitely powerful eternal being and you are infinitely loved. You've been listening to Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. Joyous conversations about your eternal life. To learn more, tune in every Saturday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. For lively and positive discussions, visit www.afterlifeforums.com. To contact Roberta, email her at roberta at seekreality.com. Wishing you a productive week empowered by the truth of who you really are.